This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dad, I assume Tom. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with creators and directors Kuti and Chike of the new anthology series called Soul City. Gentlemen, how are you today? Great. How about yourself? You know, I can't complain. The sun's out, so things are uh, looking up, shall we say. Are you gentlemen both from New Orleans? Is this why New Orleans has become the backdrop of it? Or is it because New Orleans has such a huge mystique with things like Santeria and voodoo and, you know, Creole culture and the mix of, uh, of French aspects that, you know, it's it's a great hub for a horror anthology? This is Chike. I mean, it would definitely have to be both. But I'm from New Orleans. Um, Cootie's from Chicago. And, um, you know... Growing up in New Orleans, I've always wanted to have the opportunity to be able to tell stories from my city. Um, Cootie is from Chicago. We've also had the opportunity and the best to tell a lot of stories from Chicago. So I think we both make it a point to be able to shed light on uh, different aspects of where we're from. Well, they always say, write what you know, and it seems like you guys know New Orleans and Chicago pretty well. You know, with this series being an anthology series, kind of like Twilight Zone or Tales from the Crypt, um, you know, and the the stories being told are, are so real to the the region itself. Was there any fear of waking up spirits that could have been like, uh, you know what, maybe you shouldn't uh, go too into detail on the reality of this stuff? Well, well I'm going to tell you like this. Uh, Regardless to what, every every time before we roll camera, you know, the whole crew, the actors, and everybody will come together and we'll we'll pray. We'll pray before we um, before we start, and and because of that, I feel like every shoot was was successful and super positive because uh, you know we just brought in our own spirits to to you know calm any other spirit that might even try to, to try to come, which you know. That's uh, this cootie talking too. That's that's you know was was a thing that we did, and we do that on all of our senses, no matter what it is, uh, a doc or whatever. We 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 pray before just to let God lead lead the way. And I just keep speaking. You know, we cootie and I are definitely both very spiritual grounded, with strong belief that faith in God. So we we feel that we're definitely protected by the light and strength of God on just on everyday walking around in life in general. But I say there's also a respect that we have, understanding that there are chances that we are dealing with darker energies when we are in certain spaces. And so we have a respect for nothing that we're doing, you know, the intentions of everything that we're doing, we make sure up here. So I feel like as long as you have pure intentions about anything you're doing, you know, you can walk in the... Well, that, walk in the darkest areas and, and still be protected. That's good to hear because some people don't take that stuff seriously and they think it's a big joke and then all of a sudden, you know, you get demon-possessed and you're out of luck. Yeah, if it happens to you, you don't even realize. You just take the things that happen to you sometimes for, for, for surface value, for face value. It's not until you start maybe digging a little bit deeper and get behind some of the context behind why this might have happened to you. Then, you know, but sometimes we don't want to see all that. <laughs> But, you know, you guys got some heavy hitters on this show, too. I mean, you got Omar Dorsey, you got Chad Coleman, you got P.J. Morton. You know, when this sh- when you guys were first coming up with this series, 
and decided to scare the hell out of everybody. Uh, you know, how'd you guys like start pitching the ideas to each other, you know, bounce, bouncing things off one another and then decide to take it to the web? Right. Well, I know, I know like, like pillow shop was, uh, was a dream of key games. We were roommates in LA and he had this dream and he woke, woke me up. So I was man, I got this crazy, crazy dream about this, this pillow and this killer. And I was like, what? so we, so we just came together and just started thinking of an idea short that we could tell. And which really turned out that we actually did a whole feature, uh, screenplay for it, but, you know, so it started with that started with a dream, and a lot of a lot of this can is coming through Chike's head, you know, and, and or the relationships in uh, New Orleans. So, you know, it, it all started with within Chike's head. Yeah, so this is Chike. So, like, all these stories were a collection of stories that we already had gathered. We never ever really intended to place it together. You know, Give Man was was a story that my, me and my buddy, childhood friend of mine, Truck, had been working on trying to bring that to life. Um, Pillow Shop, like Kudi said, was a dream. Grace was a project that we were working on for these Facebook stories at one point, a version of it. But then we met um, we met Jess Jacobs and, and Audrey Rosenberg, they, um, our Invisible Pictures production company. And we met Audrey at a HBO event and just built the relationship with her. And she came to us and she had, she's like, I got a great opportunity. Do you guys have anything? Um, Episodic that I can bring over the topic. She had a really good relationship with people over a topic, and so um, you know we were like, man, I don't know. We we, we got we got this one idea and this other idea, and then collectively we were all able to figure out how to bring them all together mm-hmm. and find a through line and come up with a concept for an anthology series. And and also just it was so dope because just had I mean Audrey had these relationships with um. Chad Coleman and, and, and Dorian, so definitely Invisible helped us lock, lock in some some high profile um, actors just based off their personal relationships. We had some personal relationships with, at all, also as well. Obviously, with ties with with Omar D- Dorsey, um, who he was friends with for a while, and and PJ Morton in New Orleans. But collectively, our relationships and friendships with these other actors. Um, it's, it's a huge reason to why they were, you know, excited to work with us on the project. Nice, man. Yeah, we, and we feel like this cool. We feel like everything happened for for a reason. We're real spiritual, so it's like we started doing the math. You know, just meeting Omar, just meeting uh, uh, Audrey at HBO, and and the fact of like just you know being first music video directors that turn into documentary directors. And then when we try to try to do a narrative, it's like, oh, you first time directors. So at that time, we like, okay, we have to figure out something to show that we can do this as, as well. And all the line, everything just aligned, and we was able to tell these stories. But we at first we were going to figure out to do these stories on our own uh, as short uh, shorts, just so we can show and prove that we can, you know, work with actors. But it's just like everything just aligned, everything happened for a reason, you know. So we, so that's how we look at things. Right. Well, there's there's two problems when you do something that's a short film, you know, or a short anthology, you know. And this is what I always say when I go to a film festival. I said the problem with short films is that if it's really bad, it feels like those seven minutes end up being like seven hours. And if it's really good, you're like, that's it, that's all I get. And you guys have the second problem of that's it, that's all I get with making these 15-minute 15 ep- 15 episodes <laughs> and campfire <laughs> stories. 
Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with you. We definitely feel like we would have loved to have had way more time in the episode. They, they definitely get cut too short. It's as soon as you're starting to, like, the characters are really starting to develop their over. So, you know, I, I definitely think that's a great problem to have. Obviously, filmmakers, we, we want them to land. You know what I mean? So you, you get a bit frustrated with the fact that you wish they, we could have had more time to just really land it, land it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're excited that we're able to show that we can we can, we can create in this space, in this genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when you do something like this, you know, especially horror, horror stuff, like, you know, we're I mean, the world is scary enough as it is. And then for some reason, horror has been like the big push through everything that's going on in the world right now. Uh, you know, what's it like when it comes out and you sit there and you're just like, you know, you guys are creating this anxiety on top of the anxiety that we already face, but we're getting this release through like horror and suspense. Why do you think that guy, uh, that is, especially now? you know, with pushing horror stuff? I believe that we deal with, like, natural horror. It's just in our, in our everyday life, we're dealing with things right now that are pretty horrific. You know what I mean? But you have to make light of them in order just to push through them. So it's like you have to figure out how can I connect with this horrific thing in a way that will make me less scared of it. So usually that's why you kind of sometimes try to find humor out of a dark situation so that you can make it through the dark situation. So I feel like a lot of times it's in a genre it gives you the ability to dig deeper and and play with harder concepts that might be off the gate too jarring for people to just want to talk about in, in, in a regular discussion. But if you put it within a genre, it makes it easier for people to digest it and then still be able to see like the lesson within or or, or or have a deeper conversation about a harder topic that, that's usually difficult to talk about. Right. This is cool. Yeah, and I, I never really thought about that. That's a great question. And uh, so it's like, is it is it that misery loves company? And sometimes when, when things are going so bad for you, you look to, to see somebody else is doing worse than you or something else is going on worse than what's going on for you to help believe what you're going through. I mean, I just, I just thought of that off the top of the head, but that's that's what was a great question. Right. Well, even like now, you know, we're going through this pandemic, which is a horror. And I guarantee you, when we get through this, there will be films about this time to help us deal with this time. And those films will, will have to put them in a genre so, more, so that we can actually deal with it before they, like, come in a documentary form. Or even, like, I remember watching Chernobyl, which is an amazing series on on HBO, but that felt like a horror movie the way they they retold that story. You know, it felt very genre. Absolutely, it was a true event. What's it like when you know you get um, on a streaming service like Topic and everything else, and it's this new media? But you know, streaming's taken over, and it seems like this is the way we're going to go in the long run. How does it feel that like people are catching on? Because you guys have been, you know, this has been running since April thirtieth. And now, you know, we're still talking about it a couple of weeks later that the drive is still there to to make the show even more successful than it's already been. Well, this is Chica speaking. I mean, I think, you know, the times that we're in right now have to play a lot to do with the fact that everybody has to be forced to sit down. And pretty much, I believe, just in general, there's probably people are consuming way more content than they ever were before through these devices. So we kind of got that in our favor, you know, but um, it just, it definitely feels amazing 
to be able to to oversee your expectation of how people are actually going to interact with what you created. So, um, and is there a little more in, uh, instant gratification? Because you know, I mean, thanks to Twitter and Instagram, TikTok, and everything else, we can get reaction videos up quick, and you find out a lot faster than the old way of waiting for the numbers to come in. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The cheat especially just on the ability, like when when great assets are created to help promote. I feel like, you know, a lot of times you, you which you do have the help of, you know, of marketing agencies. We 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 have Sunshine Stacks who are amazing to help us promote it. A lot of times, like you're not armed with the materials as as directors or creators to promote your own thing. So the topic did a great job of arming us with assets that help us continue our passion for the project to promote it. So it's fun doing that. It's fun posting up something really cool on your site about something that you did and then people engaging in your friends, mainly your peers, uh, you know, just giving you applauses for it. So it, it definitely is instant gratification on the social media front. Yeah, and we always say everything happened in God's time, you know, so it's just, you know, you know, we have compassion of what's going on in the world right now, but it's just amazing to to have a project out that that people that can help people get through all this, this time you know what I mean even, even with our documentary of Kid from Coney Island which we just put out as well um, you know it's, it's, it's giving some it's giving people something to do to, to, to take to, to uh, shorten the time of the day when they could be thinking about you know what's going on in the world with the, the pandemic and all, they they have something to watch and something to enjoy, some content, which is that's what reason why I love the D nices and the DJs is doing things on on Instagram Live. You know, it's it's it's, it's perfect timing for all of that, and and it's going to be a change, and you know everybody's got to be prepared and and ready for that change. Well, we're looking for better days, and thank you guys for telling some good stories that, that have kept us entertained. I'm sure you got a bunch of stories from New Orleans and Chicago that you guys are going to turn into uh, keeping this series alive. Anything that you guys are working on right now that you can share with us? Well, we're working with uh, Slap, Sam um, Magazine, and we we, we uh, taking the um, – the intellectual properties of, of the magazine and, and creating stories from that, um, which is, you know, which is perfect timing because of the whole, uh, you know, no sports going on. So that's something that we're very excited about. RTD and Slam Studios is who we're working with. Um, and we have a, a bunch of projects that we already developed. So we're going out with those projects. So, you know, wish us luck on all of that. And also, on this is cheap on the front of Soul City. We've developed Soul City out, so we've already developed, you know, a, a season of episodes. So we're hopefully willing that we'll, we'll that they'll get reordered through topics so that we can really expose it. You know, the, like I said, we look at those three episodes as basically a pitch to do a bigger series, longer episodes. So hopefully, topics. Will uh will want to they'll have success from their subscribers and want to continue it, but um we are excited about extending the franchise of Soul City into something bigger and really explore more cities. Obviously, Chicago will be the next city. Well, what you guys are doing with 15 minutes, I can't wait to see what they give you with an hour. 
Oh, man, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen, before I let you go, where can we find you guys on social media if we want to follow you and uh, catch up and keep up with you? Okay, my my uh, Instagram is at Cootie, C-O-O-T-I-E, Rock, R-O-C-K. And then we, have, we also have the official Cootie and Chike um, at Cootie, official at official Cootie and Chike. Um, Hey, and then Chica, you can tell me yours. Yeah, then I'm, uh, I'm at Kozak, C-O-Z-A-H. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Cootie and Chike, creators and directors of Soul City, out now on the streaming service topic. Can't wait to see what else you guys have to scare the hell out of us. <laughs> thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. I uh, appreciate you guys, too. Thank you for keeping the faith. All right, yeah. Yeah, peace, peace and bless.